Hello and welcome back to, the, to another episode of Cats Chats. Um, very sorry for the silence. Uh, as I expect you all know, it's been a bit of a crazy time as of late. Um, with the coronavirus outbreak and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, I hope you're all doing really well. Um, just a little bit about me just to catch you up. Um, I'm a journalism student at the University of Buckingham. And I finished this December, which is absolutely mad. Um, I remember starting off my degree in September 2018, feeling very anxious and unsure of what the future holds, which I guess you can say is the same thing I'm feeling now. <laughs> um, due to the coronavirus outbreak, um, there's an awful lot of uncertainty at the moment. Um, but as I said, I hope you're all doing really well. Um, in this episode, I thought I'd ease us, ease us into it and... I thought I'd talk to you a little bit about how I've been handling lockdown through gaming. Um, I am a bit of a gamer. I do like a bit of a game. Um, Unfortunately, I don't have a console, so I can't play anything like PS4 or Xbox. Um, So I do have to make do and mend with um, iPad, iPhone and laptop games, which is good. Um, I have Steam. Um, I've been playing a bit of Farming Simulator, which has been quite fun. Um... But all in all, I think I think games have really been really helpful, especially when I've not been in university. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. Uh, now the first game I'm going to talk to you about is called Little Orpheus. Um, it's on Apple Arcade. I managed to get Apple Arcade after a few weeks of deliberation because you know Apple Arcade is a, is included with um, App Store on the on Apple iOS, um, and it basically means that you get loads of games essentially for free there are no adverts so that's really helpful um they're essentially free to play but you do have to pay um for a monthly subscription much like netflix um so i think for the monthly option it's four pounds 99 um so if you can afford it i really recommend it i think the games there are really promising um and yeah little orpheus is about i haven't played it in a while so i'm a bit rusty um but essentially it's about a guy who goes underground and he has to search for something like a nuclear bomb or something. Um, so it's underground and there he finds all sorts of all sorts of interesting stuff to that you have to help him overcome, including dinosaurs, um, these really, really quite creepy people-like creatures um, who have these kind of diving bells for heads. And it is a bit creepy. The music is a bit creepy as well at times. Um, but it is a fun game. I think the controls are a bit um, sticky at times. It is a bit complicated. But it's a good game to have um, at your at your disposal in case you're like bored or something. Um, it does require an internet connection which is kind of annoying. So you can't really play it when you're on a plane, a plane journey or something. Which is pretty, pretty, pretty bad. But whatever. Um, I think it's a really good game actually. The graphics are really good on my laptop. Um, and yeah, it's a good little game. Um, so I'm going to rate it, I think, 8.5 out of 10. It's a pretty solid little game. Um, the next game we're going to go on to is called Rival Styles Horse Racing. Um, I've been playing this game for a little while. Um, I initially started playing it, I think, about last year. And then I got concerned about how much money I was spending um, through little micro-purchases in-app. Um, so then I deleted it. Um, and then I installed it earlier this year, um, and then I joined a Facebook group, um, and that really sort of, 
um, sort of piqued my interest in the game again. Um, so and it's a really, really good little game. Um, you basically manage a horse racing um, yard. Um, I think it's one of those games where you do a lot of clicking and it's not really very interactive. Um, but uh, I think it does lack a bit of you know, interactivity. I think I would like to be able to, you know, groom the horses, um, you know, see them in the field, because, um, you know, you can only see them in the stables. Um, but it's a great game. Uh, it's really good fun. And it was actually released on desktop a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I spent so much time on it that I eventually completed all the story goals and reached maximum prestige in a matter of weeks. Um, and as it happens, I'm currently on prestige level tw- 12 on the mobile game, and I've been playing that for it about a year um <laughs> which kind of you know it sort of comes into the fact that i think they changed a lot of the gameplay for the rival stars um for the desktop version um so yeah it's a great little game uh, the breeding is really really cool um it kind of gets a bit tedious once you get higher up the levels because there's a lot of waiting time especially on the um mobile app and so far i'm having to wait three hours for one horse to do training which is but it's pretty bad. Um, but, you know, it's one of those games where you do something and you dip you dip in a bit later once the activity is finished, which isn't so bad. Um, and I think it sort of helps you not get too addicted to it because you can sort of, you know, as I said, you can do something, come back a bit later, do something else, and then, yeah. Um, I think it's a great game, actually. I really, really enjoy it. Um, and, yeah, I'm going to give it a solid 9 out of 10. Um, and the next game we're going to want to is called Spider. Um, and this is a great little game. Um, I absolutely love it. It's um, about this... How do I explain it? It's sort of like... Um, it's a spider. Um, but it's like a remote control car, if that makes sense. Um, you have to really play the game in order to understand it. But it's a great game. Um, and you essentially go on these spy missions... And you have to, you know, in one mission you have to bring a plane um, back to safety. In another, you're in a submarine trying to recover documents. Um, I think it's a great game. I love it. Um, the controls are a bit confusing um, because the camera keeps changing direction according to where you're going. And you have to sort of use your in- in- intuition to sort of find out where you're going. <laughs> um, which can be a little troublesome. But I think it's a good game. I think it's got lots of promise. Um, I think it's a bit irritating that you don't really find out the relationship between the spider itself and the operator. Um, I think that would be a great little... If there were, like, cutscenes in between each mission, um, sort of having a bit more story into it, I think that would be a great addition. But I think we're going to give that a 7.5 because um, sometimes the controls sometimes leave it a bit hard and a bit difficult um, to actually control the spider thing. <laughs> um, next we're going to go on to Happy Colour. Um, this is very different to all the apps I've been talking about. This is a colouring game um, and it's essentially a paint by numbers game um, and I've been, I played it a lot in the first weeks of lockdown because um, I was feeling very anxious and really quite upset about how much I was losing because um, you know I'm a, sec- I'm a final year university student and I was really concerned that you know I wasn't going to be busy enough. Um, so Happy Colour is a great little app. Um, so you basically have loads and loads and loads of um, designs that you can colour. 
Um, and it's similar to another game I've been playing called April Colouring. And April Colouring is a watercolour... No, it's an oil painting app. Um, so you basically drag your finger around and colour in the different segments. Um, Happy Colour is a bit different where it's a tap to colour. Um, so they're both quite different. Um, but as an artistically not inclined person, as in I'm very bad at art. <laughs> I'm a photographer, but the actual physical art, like painting and drawing and all that kind of stuff, I'm not very good at. Um, so these are, t- these are two great little apps that really sort of help me, you know, you know, calm down at the end of a long day and just sort of recenter at the end of a day and just, you know, chill out. Um, so I'm going to give these both 9 out of 10 because they've been really helpful in um, getting me, you know, calm down. Um, and sometimes you just want a bit of peace, to be honest. And this penultimate app we're going to talk about is called BitLife. Um, I found this on a, I think it was on an ad in another game that I played. Um, this is a really fun little app. Um, I actually really enjoy it. So you basically spawn as random people throughout the world. And you have a button at the, at the bottom of the end of the screen um, where you tap to age a year. And you get all sorts of stuff that happens. Um, and you can do stuff like go on vacation. You can like be a criminal. It's such a good little app. Um, and all the choices you make affect your life. And I think it's a brilliant game. It's so funny. Um, it's sort of it's very random at times, um, and it involves a lot of luck. Um, so, for example, if you go to university and study something like finance, um, you have to go there for three years, and then um, by the time you graduate university, the job list might not include finance, um, which is pretty funny. Um, so you have to age a year in order to try and find something to do with finance in the job menu. So it's all a bit of a, it's, it's very, 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 um, you sort of have to switch your mind off, um, much like the two previous apps. It's sort of something you do at the end of a long day. Um, and I get really engrossed in it. I've, you know, you sort of, it's like TikTok where you sort of log in at 9pm, play, and then suddenly it's, and then suddenly it's like 2am and you're like, how the hell did that happen? Because <laughs> um, you just get so engrossed in the stories. Um, and it's such a fun app. It's really good. Um, so I'm going to give BitLife 9 out of 10. I don't know why, but we are. Okay. <laughs> um, and the last app that I've been playing is called Infinite Flights. Um, so I've been playing this... Could you call it a game? I think you can. So this Infinite Flight is a flight simulator. And I've been playing since 2002. 12 2013 so it's been a long journey um i've been playing it on and off since then um and you have you do have to subscribe to get all the good planes like the 777 747 uh, 787 and all that kind of fun stuff um but it is so worth it because unlike when it first started you can fly anywhere in the world so i've done flights from london to hong kong i've done hong kong to auckland i've done Singapore to Brisbane, I mean, there's so much scope in what you can do, and there are so many different planes you can choose from, and you can do anything from recreating real-life flights, which is what I'm doing at the moment, to sort of pass the time, Um, and you can muck around and see what the plane's capable of doing as well, which is really good fun. Um, 
and they're really good about updating the app, um, updating the physics, and the sort of, and they really listen to us as consumers as well, which is really really nice. Um, so they're currently in the process of updating the triple seven three hundred, um, which I'm really excited for because well, that's one of my favourite planes. Um, and the controls are really easy. Um, I think I've heard stories of pilots who started out on infinite flight. And they've now got their commercial pilot license, which is really awesome. Um, I mean, it's just that kind of an app where you just get so engrossed in it. Um, it does get a bit tedious, um, because if you want to do like a transatlantic flight, they do real life, um, they do real life timings. So if you want to do like a 12 hour flight, you have to sit there for 12 hours, um, or you let the plane go, um, and do something else, wait for 12 hours, and then you have to come back and land it. Um, so yeah, it's a really good little app. I really enjoy it. Um, and I'm going to give him a flight 10 out of 10 because it's just such a fun app um, it's, so, it's so versatile that's what I was looking for um, it's so versatile as to what you can do um, and it's just like flying a real plane the only thing that I would say actually no, we're going to retract the 10 out of 10 and keep it 9 out of 10 because there is something that I think there, is, there are some things that I think that they can improve on um, they're going to add clouds hopefully um, and they're also gonna, I, I hope they ha add passengers, because at the moment all the planes are just empty boxes, <laughs> you can't really see what's going on inside, um, and I'd also like to, like them to add weather as well, like rain, snow, all that kind of stuff, um, I think that would add a lot of scope to what they're doing. So yeah, that concludes this episode, um, I hope you all are doing really well, um, and yeah, um, I'll look forward to seeing you in the next episode when we're going to talk about um, all the lockdown series and films that I've been watching over the past three or four months. Um, so yeah, bye.